Hi, all, and welcome to the All Things Woo podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Ray. This is a place for spiritual beings as well as those that are spiritually curious to come together and share their experiences, talents, and beliefs. If you've ever been drawn to ghosts, aliens, crystals, mediums, psychics, or maybe you're just somebody that's outgrown the dogma of religion, then this is the place for you. I like to think of it as a place for all things woo. I myself am a lifelong spiritualist, a spiritual health and wellness life coach. I've been reading tarot for the past 14 years, and I also facilitate one-on-one breathwork sessions. I'm here to share my own experiences and bring my own take on spirituality, but I'll also be inviting other coaches, spiritualists, and experts on here to share info with you guys. And if you have a story that you want to share, then I want to give you the platform. So please reach out to me, and I would love to see if you can be on the show. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the All Things Woo podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and today's episode that I'm doing, I actually had recorded earlier this week, and then I had not audio issues, but I was recovering from a cold. You can still kind of hear it, and the whole episode I was like sniffling and gross, and I just felt like it was so distracting, so I didn't launch it on Monday. I took some time to just be and rest and sleep and drink all the tea, and now here I am hopefully giving you guys some spiritual tea, and the topic that I want to talk about today is spiritual discernment. When I use the term spiritual or spirituality, I actually have a lot of resentment around it. That's a whole nother episode in itself, but talking about spiritual discernment, quote unquote, it can really just be applied to general discernment, but this is something that I've seen a lot in the spiritual community or people that claim to be in the spiritual community or, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook, on all these social medias, on witch talk, on all these things. I just want to take a second to talk about it. So when I'm discussing spiritual discernment, I'm really talking about your better judgment or common sense. And it gets very murky at times, I feel like, because you really never know. One thing that I will say, and sometimes people will be like, hey, you shouldn't say those things. Like, why would you talk about the spiritual community like that? Aren't you a spiritual worker, this and that? And yes and no. My idea of spirituality or the woo or what is spiritual and what isn't spiritual is going to be vastly different than the next person. Even if we were to agree on all these core principles and for the majority, like let's say all of our ideologies and theologies and beliefs lined up about it, our practice would still be vastly different. That's the thing about it is we use spirituality as like this trendy modern day term to encompass what? I mean, really, to encompass what? For some people, it's Christianity. For some people, it's a different type of religion. For some people, it's not having any structure of any type of religion or any dogma, and it's just being. For some people, it's just doing what you like when you like it. For some people, it's meditation. There are people that really don't enjoy meditation and they feel connected and get their insights and their grounding from hiking or dance or art. And that's the whole point is it's uniquely different to every individual because every individual is so uniquely different. So spiritual discernment and spirituality in this community, depending on who you ask, can be so many different things. And I don't think that the way anybody practices is right or wrong. There are people, you know, that really focus on star seeds, people that really focus on Reiki, people that focus on tarot. I don't think that any of that is a bad thing. Getting into this episode, just know that I am not criticizing anybody. I am not saying that if this 
this is the way that you do it. It is wrong. It's literally impossible for me to go through every single example or talk about everything that I have seen. But I do remember right around, I think I was 18 or 19, I was in college and I was ready to tap into my more spiritual practices again. It was something that I had stopped doing around the time that my grandma and I lost contact which was really traumatic for me. It really took a toll on me to not have her anymore. And that was the person that I went to for all of my spiritual teachings and my comforts and rituals and these things that I had been raised with. One of the things that my grandma was incredibly gifted with was she was a natural green thumb. That woman could garden and cook with her spices and her herbs like none other. And she could also, you know, she made charms, she made custom candles, she made custom oils. She did all of those things. And so anytime I ever had any questions about plants or herbs or different medicines, she was really the lady that I went to. Supposedly, they say supposedly um, because there's some debate in my family about whether or not this is really what she was doing. And I don't know. I don't know. She came back with some stories. But when my grandma was traveling around Europe and Russia with this gypsy group, she was picking up a lot of like medicinal knowledge. And the stuff that she brought back, I think this is probably true. There's some speculation um, for some other family reasons, but overall, I think the medicinal part is very true. So she brought it back and that is who I went to for all of my questions. Well, when I didn't have her anymore, I was looking up, you know, do I go to the same metaphysical store that I've always gone to? Do I try something new? And... I can't remember what herb I was looking for, but that shopkeeper took me to this area with dried herbs. She's like, okay, and it's this one. And it was marked up to like $45 for like this small couple ounce bag. And I was like, I don't think that looks right. And she's like, well, you probably wouldn't know because you're so young and this and this. And when was the last time you ever dried herbs and packaged herbs and da da da? This is what it is. And I was like, I don't think that looks right. And she was like, no, this is it. They're sealed for, you know, individual use. And when she walked away, I opened it. Supposed to. Sorry if you can hear this, shopkeeper. But I definitely opened her bag and I smelled it and it wasn't, it wasn't right, guys. It wasn't the correct herb. And I can't even think of what it was. Um, I don't know. Mugwort is coming to mind, but I feel like that's because I'm drinking mugwort tea right now. So besides the fact, I, c- I couldn't place this. Like, it didn't look right. It didn't smell right. The charge was ridiculous. It was a plant that grew abundantly and I was like, okay, well, as you can tell, I'm not an herbalist. This is why I needed all the help. <laughs> but that's the point, you know, like you can't be an expert in every single area. So I was relying on somebody else to kind of guide me through it. And I was like, this is not right. I felt it in my gut. It didn't look right. It didn't smell right. And I was like, this is not right. And the markup was ridiculous, which there is something to be said for businesses making a profit if they are offering you a service. But if you're looking at it and you're like, I don't think this is the best quality. I don't think this is exactly what I'm looking for. Do you really want to enact or interact in this energy exchange where you're giving them money for a product that you don't feel confident in or a product that you don't think is going to work or service that you're not satisfied with? And I kind of had doubts about going in in the first place. I wasn't using my discernment when I went in and I was like oh no this place is really good it didn't look like anything I'd ever seen before it didn't look like a place that I wanted to be not for any obvious reasons like it wasn't in a crappy dangerous neighborhood or anything like that I was just kind of like mm. I was off put by something about it and I didn't listen to it and then I went into the shop and you know what maybe that's why because I just wasn't meant to be in there and the stuff that was in there was not for me this can happen with really anything, any service, any person, any trade, anything. You Have you ever been in a room or at a party and you're like, wow, everybody seems to really like John over there, but for some reason, I don't know. I'm just kind of off put by John. And if you really dive into it, sometimes this can be jealousy or 
you know, you're just not great with new people or this, that, and the third. But really, if you tap into that, is there a reason? Does he make you uneasy for some reason? Do you feel like maybe his stories just seem a little bit unbelievable? Or, you know, what is it? There is room for human error in that. You might later on find out that you absolutely adore John. But when we're speaking about spiritual discernment, I think it gets a little bit more about your intuition and what you feel at first and why you should honor that. I have another example. I am not by any means trying to bash this person, okay? I am just purely using it as an example of something that I recently went through that I realized by the end of it. And I was like, there were so many signs that this was not going to be for me. And I did not listen to them. So I recently had found somebody that was talking a lot about the Akashic Records and their readings and how they were feeling like there wasn't room in this world for somebody that was into something like the Akashic Records and there wasn't a need for her. And she was like, I don't even know how to tell people what it is that I do. And I was like, wow, as somebody who just went through a coaching program, you know, who is a certified coach who has taught children and left her career and done this and this and this. And I was like, there is a spiritual community for you. There is a place for you. There are people that want to hear what you have to say. And it doesn't always look like it when you first start out because you haven't really found your people or your tribe or your soul tribe or your soul community, but they are out there and they exist. And she was like, I'm really new to this. I'd love to have like some practice sessions and da 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 da. Like, let's get together. We couldn't from the get go, we couldn't find times that worked. We couldn't find um, a way to get together. We were trying to reschedule and, you know, something just kept happening. Every time something was going to work out, it didn't. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe guys, maybe this is just not for me. Maybe I'm not meant to be doing this right now. And I told her and I was like, we can just reschedule. And she was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to move everything else around. I'm going to do this. And I was like, well, okay, cut her some slack because she's new to doing all of this. And I had had to reschedule once as well. So it wasn't just one of us. It was a very group effort of not being able to get things to work. Finally got on this call. So we're supposed to be having this session and the way that she started it, just all of a sudden she was like, you know what? I'm not just an Akashic Records reader. I'm actually a medium and I do this, 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 and this. And I was like, okay, cool. Maybe she didn't want to be that upfront about it. You know, she was having reservations about whether her gifts and stuff were really going to be accepted anyway. And so we get into it and she's reading notes off of paper. I'm like, you know what? She's new. She's not comfortable. I'm not, if you guys are somebody, if you're like, I have years and years of practice and I still have notes, not negating this at all. Not whatsoever. Everybody's practice is different. Everybody's talents are different. Everything is going to look different. So I am not by any means saying that that was all in themselves an issue. As we got into it, though, it just felt very inauthentic. I was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt that, you know, she was new, she was nervous, she was trying something out. Not People have bad days, maybe. You're not new and you're not nervous and you're just having a really bad day where you're off your game and that stuff happens. But it didn't feel like any of that. And you know, she was supposedly reading through my Akashic records about my past and about this lifetime and about all these things. And it was just very blatant stuff that if you were going to read a person and you didn't know where to start, maybe, you know, look at my Facebook, my Instagram, my podcast, look at anything. And she was basically like, you're not going to be a mom in this lifetime. Ironic as I am a mom and I have raised a stepchild. So, you know, that one I was like, okay, maybe, hmm, maybe I wasn't meant to be a mom, but here I am. And 
um, she told me all these things about career that were completely left field and about how I've struggled with unemployment, which never been unemployed in this lifetime. Just different things like that that were completely left field. And I didn't really have a whole lot to say until I finally was like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's not resonating. Like none of these things are relating to me or I can't see at the moment how any of these things are going to relate to me in the future they just seem completely off base and I hate to tell her that but it just wasn't anything so she readjusted and then all of a sudden it was there's so much spiritual interference with our work right now that I'm going to give you an exorcist and she put it in our chat box which was already in there all she did was hit enter so this website and stuff had already been pre-typed needless to say I was not overly impressed now the reason that I share this story with you is not to say that there are you know that this person was terrible I'm not even saying that she was for sure a con artist it felt very scammy to me I was very thankful that we were doing that in an exchange and I didn't spend any money on her but it's something to think about and I share that story with you because I've been in this like quote-unquote spiritual community my entire life I was raised in it and while I took a hiatus when I was in my early 20s and trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be it has something that has always stuck with me and I've had a couple of incidents where I've had to really look at it and realize that not everybody even in the quote-unquote spiritual community has your best interests at heart they really don't not everybody does and I'm not saying that that lady didn't maybe she felt like she was doing a great service or maybe she felt she was spreading a message or maybe there are other people that have worked with her and they've had life-changing experiences. I was not one of them. It's really about is this something that is going to work for you? Just because your friend loves meditation and past life regressions and crystals doesn't mean that that's going to work for you. If it is something that isn't vibing with you then it is not something that is meant for you. If you're listening to my podcast or you see my Instagram profile or my website and you're like "Mm, I don't know something about this is just not for me. There is a reason for that. Then I am not for you. I can't possibly be for everybody. My message will land with the people that it's meant to land with. The same thing goes for products. You know, you can now in modern times, you can order Palo Santo and herbs and quote unquote crystals and different everything off of Amazon. I know people that have gotten beautiful crystal bowls off of Amazon and they're super happy with them and they work for them. And I know people that believe that that is absolutely not the way that you acquire your tools. It really just depends if that works for you or that's what's in your budget or that's what makes you happy and you've cleansed it and you've put your intention into it and it's working, then you do that. So even when it comes down to our products, there are so many different ways now in modern day to get them. You can get them off Amazon. You can get certain things at Walmart if you really want to. You can get them in a mall, you know, quote unquote, metaphysical shops or occult shops, or you can get them off of Etsy or Instagram shops. The possibilities are really endless. So I think that's something to really talk about in this day and age, because just because you see a product online isn't necessarily something that you should be throwing your money at. And that gets a little dicey because, of course, in the modern age, do you can find people via the internet and how much can you truly connect with them? It's one of the reasons that I try so hard, and I'm not perfect at it, you guys, so if it doesn't land with you, then that's okay. But it's one of the reasons I try so hard to show you guys like my home life as well. Get to know me. I am a person on the end of this podcast. I'm a person on the end of my Instagram screen. I am a person out here just trying to be a person and somebody who maybe knows a thing or two about some spiritual stuff. And if you're like, nah, I don't feel like you know anything, that is a okay. Not for you, right? You might like um 
somebody else that you come across way more. There are so many astrologers and light workers and Reiki practitioners and people that do sound baths and guided meditations and breath work and Akashic Record readings that you have so many options and not all of those options are going to be good for you. And what works for one person is not going to work for the next. Or maybe it will and you guys will find something that you like together. Like, oh, I really like so-and-so's um energy clearings that they do once a month, we should go together. And the other person is like, yeah, I like that too. Guaranteed, the two of you are not going to get the same experience out of that same place. So when I mention spiritual discernment, it's really about, is this something that sits well with you? Is this a person that you can look at? For me, um, it's really important for me to know where are they sourcing? Like if I'm ordering from somebody, where do you source your materials from? How do you come across them? How do you do your business? It's a very ethical transaction for me. Um, I live on native land. Well, we all live on native land, first of all. But especially where I am in Arizona, I live on like native, native land, y'all. It is known to be haunted. It is known to be powerful. Um, the shamans around here are legit. They are slightly scary and I am in constant awe of them. But you know where I'm going to get my sage or my anything else? From the natives. That's where I'm going. Native and ethically sourced. Not something that everybody um, can do in exactly the same way, but that's very important to me. If that's not as important to you, then it's probably not something you're going to go out of your way to do. Again, discernment. Do you want it from a big Amazon warehouse where it was probably taken from land that, you know, unethically sourced in big farms or in factories? I shouldn't say factories, but in, you know, big commercial fields? Or do you just care that you have some, right? Different strokes for different folks. And it goes for every piece of it. And when I talk about getting to know people, I really mean ask them questions. Can you ask them questions about their product? Because in my experience, people that are willing to tell you about their product and their process or what led them there or their why, they're very open to sharing that with you. They are very into having that connection and that credibility and that rapport with you before you spend your money on their product. People that are like, oh, no, do you want the product or not? Or... Um, do you want this? Because I need to know because I'm going to sell it. There are different ways to do those things. Are you working with somebody who's working ethically? Or are you working with somebody who's not? If you enjoy getting custom oils or custom like body butters or candles, I get mine. If I'm not making my own, I get mine from a lady that I have. I wouldn't say I know her like we're not neighbors or anything, but I have purchased her items for years. I have had conversations with her. I started um, purchasing her items when her business was very small and we had all of those conversations in the beginning and now she's a bigger business but I know where her stuff is coming from. I've seen her her home life grow and her internet business grow and just different things which is not the same as buying it down the street from a neighbor. No but it is better to me than going on Etsy buying from somebody random and hoping for the best. You also have to be very wary of if you're getting something like intention infused or body butters or something that they're touching. Is their energy in the right place when they're making it? Are they in a good place to be touching and putting their energy into work for you? Is that something that you want to welcome into your home? Not everybody has your best intentions at heart. And the same thing can even go for information that you gather. First of all, in a digital age, you can gather your information from literally anywhere that you want. You can Google it. You can look things up on Pinterest. You can look for books on Amazon, but are you only ordering off of Amazon because you see book recommendations posted somewhere? That's not a bad way to do things. I myself have done that 
have been like, oh, wow, I've seen this book on like seven different profiles. I'm going to try it out. So I'm not saying that don't do that ever. But are you going into bookstores and seeing what you're drawn to? Are you going into bookstores and looking at the art? Are you going into bookstores and doing your own research? research? Are you going in and trying to find answers for yourself? Or are you just messaging people and asking, hey, what's this about? As somebody myself that offers services, I am always willing to answer questions. But if you don't like my answers to your questions, that's okay. Using your discernment. You do not have to do what everybody else is doing. You don't have to buy the products that everybody else is buying. You don't have to do those things because it is an experience that is so unique to you. And I feel so passionate about this because even the people that I trust, we've all had experience where we're like, oh my God, this was so bad. I had a bad feeling about it and I did it anyway, or I knew that I shouldn't have gone, but I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Or before I had this Akashic record reading, I was telling my boyfriend that I was so excited and if things went well, I would love for her to come on and explain the Akashic records to you guys and what that process looks like and just trying to make her feel like she definitely had a place and a platform. And it was so bad and I was so disappointed in that the energy exchange wasn't there, that it felt very staged, that it felt very scammy, that... It kept getting interrupted by like, oh, your guides are saying we should work together. And I was like, really? Because I'm actually very in touch with my guides. And ultimately, my guides told me, you don't need this reading right now. (laughs) Way before I even got to it. But it was something that I ignored because I rationalized it and I did it out. And I was not following my spiritual discernment. So I'm not a perfect person at this either. I know plenty of people that have been willing to try new things and then been disappointed with them later. And they're like, ah, I had a feeling I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway. So all of this to say, you guys, that I think it's really important in no matter what facet you're looking at, books, research, people to work with, um, heck, podcasts to listen to. Is it something that is resonating with you? Is it something that is feeling good to you? Or is it something that you're picking up because you feel you should be picking it up? So-and-so has crystals, so I want crystals. Mm, Maybe you're just not going to flow in that modality the same way that somebody else does. So-and-so really likes this podcast, but I think it's really boring. Then that podcast isn't for you. Or, wow, this person had an incredible experience um, at this yoga studio, but for some reason, I like this one better. All of those things are examples of spiritual discernment, and I didn't get into any of the really serious ones, but I I have in fact seen these kinds of things go so wrong. People that have been scammed, people that have been in dangerous situations. Um, when I was in college, I took an elective yoga class. It was an 8 a.m. yoga class. It got me up out of bed, got me to the gym. I thought it was going to be a perfect little addition. And there were some boys in that yoga class that were constantly talking to girls about, I would really love to connect with you. I want our energies to merge. Um, I'm very forward. I'm very much a feminist. And I would love to help you awaken your power and this and that. And that's something that happens in the spiritual community now. But ultimately, in that specific instance, it came out that there were a couple of girls that were being, you know, sexually assaulted on campus and stuff by this group of boys that were looking for girls at these yoga classes or these dance classes. And that's essentially where they were finding people to take back to their dorm or housing or wherever it is that they lived and drug them. And as much as I don't believe that is the norm, it is something that happens. There are people that will take this label and misuse it. There are also people out there that will con you. That's just the fact of the matter. And that's something that I think a lot of spiritual workers or practitioners or light workers or energy workers or whatever you want to call them or whatever you call yourself. A lot of people are like, don't even touch that topic because everyone's going to think that you're a fraud. Or people are going to use their discernment and the people that are meant to work with me will come and work with me. And the people that are meant to work with you will come and work with you. But I want to talk about those hard topics because they need to be talked about. Just not talking about them in hopes of not having suspicion or that idea on you seems very strange 
to me. I hope that you guys know I always try to be the most authentic and open. And if anything ever comes across as less than, I would hope that you guys would call me out on it and send me a message and be like, hey, Taylor, you said this and this today. What did you mean? Hey, you're offering this. What is that like? Hey, you're doing this. What does that look like for you? And if at the end of it, you're like, you know what? I don't think you're for me. Then I'm okay with that. That means that you weren't for me either. It is supposed to be an even exchange and a two-way street. We could go on and on about examples and I could go on and on about things that I've seen. Um, I was actually talking with some friends about this the other day and we passed almost three hours about all these terrible experiences that we had had um, from people conning you with like the black chicken eggs and spells and love spells, especially love spells are such a big one for um, younger people and just those kinds of things. So we could go on and on, but I really hope that this has given you at least a little bit of insight. If you are trying to decide if someone or something is something that is meant for you, I would say sit with it. Sit with it and really ask your intuition. Ask your guides. Ask them for a sign if you want to. If you want to be really specific, like, hey, if I'm meant to work with this person, I want to see a snowman in the next two days or, you know, however it is you play with your spirit guides. I talk with mine mostly specifically in symbols because I have convinced myself that I see angel numbers way too much for them to mean anything to me, even though I'm sure my guides are rolling their eyes right now. I always ask for something very specific and something that like if it gets brought up, I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of out of character for this time of year or for this conversation. I need to pay attention to that. Different things like that. So sit with your intuition and sit with yourself. Ask your guides if you feel comfortable asking your guides. If you're someone who feels comfortable doing a tarot pool, do that. But however you get in touch with you, I would say to sit with it and resonate with it and see how it goes. Pay attention to what your body is telling you because it's not ever going to be wrong. Start exercising your spiritual discernment. If you guys liked this topic and you have any questions, I would love to talk about it some more or do an Instagram live where we can all talk about it in real time together. So that's my little tidbit for today and I'm sorry it came out late. I am so glad you guys didn't have to hear me sniffing boogers all day and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in.